0: Good morning, good afternoon. How you doing out there today? This is David Robert for the Adult Fitness Podcast. How you doing out there today? Hopefully, you were having a wonderful, fun day. Um, today is Friday the 13th May. Uh yeah, we are plugging along. Um, unfortunately. Uh, for the last little bit, I have been absent, but that's going to be remedied. We're going to be dropping some uh, a more frequent uh, more frequent episodes uh, from now on. So hopefully people are doing well. My cat, Phoenix, my co-defendant, no, <laughs> my, my co-host is here with me. Uh, Phoenix is just chilling out over here. So we're going to be talking about something that's really near and dear to me and a lot of people out there. Oh, excuse me. But before we do, just want to um, basically let people know that you can find the Adult Fitness Podcast wherever you get your podcast. We are on iTunes, Google Play, Podbean, um, you name it, Stitcher. We are there. We are able to, uh, so you can find us wherever you wherever you get your podcast. So today's episode, we are going to be discussing old man and I guess old women um, pains while still making those gains so the premise of this video is based upon my own shortcomings over the last month or so for whatever reason and maybe you know you can um, you can sort of relate to this sort of issue or this sort of problem Uh, you'll go to bed one one night and you'll wake up the next morning and you didn't really put in a lot of effort into your workout. You did put in the work, but it wasn't like you were going for max lifts or your PRs or anything like that. You just, you know, you, you kept it pretty, pretty intense, but nothing too crazy. And you wake up in the morning and your whole body is just sore. Um, particularly your joints. Um, you wake up. And your your knees might be swollen, your ankles might be swollen, your shoulders are stiff, and you're just not able to, you know, get that movement that you once had when you were younger. And so what I wanted to talk about today was how we can still stay in shape while we can still make moves towards a healthier lifestyle, even though we are battling father time, and we may not be able to get into the same type of rhythm right away so i'll open with this when i was working at the at fit for less the ymca snap fitness um, a lot of the gyms within my city i would either be at the front desk or i'm training people and i would see people come in preferably the younger guys they would come in off out of their cars or you know just head right into the gym no warm-up boom straight to the squat rack straight to the areas in which they're able to start lifting we're talking You know, guys would literally just take their coats off, put on their gym shoes, you know, scan in, and then head right to the weight section. No no, warm-up, no nothing. And they would just be able to do that, bang out their session, and then they're out. And I would almost look with a little bit of envy because I knew for a fact that if I tried anything like that, you know, moving that kind of weight, just cold, you know, no no warm up, no getting the joints loose and everything else, no getting on my all my wraps and my belt and warming up for a good 30 to 45 minutes before I could even attempt something like that. I would be in traction the next day. I would be hurting. I would it would just it would not be a good look like at all. And you start to realize and, and start to come to the conclusion that you ain't as spry as you used to be and that there are more I don't want to say more years in fr- behind you than there are in front of you. We never want to put that out there into the world and into our consciousness, and we never want to hold back our longevity. But you definitely notice a change as you get a little bit older. You get up there in age where you're not as ab- you're not able to to kind of I don't want to say do the things you used to, but throw caution and abandon to the wind and just, just jump, just jump right in. And so I found a little article here. I wanted to talk about that in particular, um, where we were discussing, um, you know, just working out as we get a little bit older. Um, hold on a second. Let me look it up here. Hmm. Hmm. right here we go (laughs) Uh, so it says here it says here older adults can lose body heat fast faster than they were when they were young changes in your body that come with aging can make it harder for you to be aware of getting cold um so So you want to stretch your way, um, warm up and stretch your way to a longer, healthier life. So studies show that physical activity slows the aging process and increases a person's lifespan. The positive health effects of exercise go deep, down to the cellular level. So to reap these benefits for as long as possible without being exiled to the couch by an exercise induced injury. Active athletes should in, should adopt a routine that gently prepares their body for the increased demand of activity or exercise. Whether you plan to walk, work in the garden, or wash the car, always warm up and stretch beforehand. Like cold taffy that snaps when pulled, muscles are not that muscles that are not sufficiently warmed up before exercise or physical activity can suffer painful injury. So that's just the first little part in, in this article I got from the comfortkeepers.ca. Now, this in particular was talking about um, people who are a little bit getting up there, you know, like 75 and up as far as um, older active athletes, as it were. People who are still in the fitness game, still working out, still trying to, you know, fighting off all their time, but, excuse me, but they are... You know, being well more aware of the of the length of time that you need to, to get ready. So one of the things that I try to do in anybody I talk to about fitness is also tell them that the habits that you create now are going to carry over for for almost the rest of your life. And so you want to maintain that that mindset of when you get to the gym, if you realize, okay, I've got an hour to work out, how much of that time is going to be warming up? So you might take 20 to 30 minutes of an intense walk on the treadmill, uh, the bike, the elliptical, uh, battle ropes, kettlebell swings, um, jogging, skipping, whatever your joints can handle. And then from that point on, get into your exercise. So, you know, standard convention normally states that you should have about 20 20 to 30 minutes of a moderately intense workout. So 50 50. 50 to maybe 60% of your, your intensity where you can, you can still keep a conversation if you're talking to somebody, but it's not a comfortable conversation. You are gasping for breath. You are getting your mind, your body, and your joints ready for this activity. So it could be running. It could be basketball. But normally 30 minutes or so of you having what is known as um, active mobility ex- movements, where you are at a very, you know, not a super quick pace, but a somewhat somewhat, um, brisk pace. And so your joints, your ligaments, your muscles are getting ready for the activity. So some of the problems that we've seen that I used to see at the gym were not with the young guys, like I was saying before, who would just come in, boom, knock it out, they're ready to go. Um, Because when, let's face it, when you're 13... Under, if you're 13 to 25, you can get away with that. You know, once you're, once my friend Mike, as he says, you're, you know, you're hitting the back nine. Um, when you're, you know, when you're past 30, the aches and pains that you feel and the amount of recovery that you actually need to maintain a healthy lifestyle is going to be very, very different from when you were 18 or 20 your body is moving differently. You can consume calories at a ridiculous rate. You can go to bed at any hour and wake up ready to go. It's, it's amazing. It's, I tell you, youth is really wasted on the young. And I mean, before, before we turn this into the old man fitness podcast, you know, old aches and shakes for, (laughs) for the seniors. Um, I just want to state that by no means am I making fun of of people who are or a bit older working out. It's just something that we want to focus on. So the three things we kind of want to touch on in this episode, I think is one, what it means to give yourself enough time to exercise along with, with, with your warmup. And so I think the first part we could probably just call it is, you know, friends don't let friends skip the warm up, Basically you would never ever just start your car in the middle of minus 40 weather without having it plugged in, right? You would maybe brush off the snow. You'd kick the, kick the sleet off the tires. You would have had your car um, you know, plugged in. You might even have it in the garage. And then you would let it warm up just a little bit. You know, you turn it over, get it going. You wouldn't just get in your car, open the doors, brush some snow off, cold start, and just go off to work. Right? That's a recipe for disaster. That's a recipe for, I mean, for just even with a vehicle in in horrible winter weather, that's the last thing you wanna do, right? Same thing is true for our, um, you know, for cooking, for anything where you need to kind of heat up your stove and get it hot and ready, and then you put the the water in, get it kind of going, your oven, um, anything of that nature, right? So off the bat, Oh, excuse me, sorry. Off the bat, it's a bad idea for appliances and your vehicles, much less your body. So uh, the, first, the first point is just make sure you're giving yourself more than enough time to get into what you're doing, right? Get your body ready. The second thing that I've noticed is that when you are in that warm-up soda sort of mode, you're getting your mind acclimated to what you're doing. So think of it as if you go to a movie And you're sitting and watching the trailers, watching the trailers for your film. And what that does, even though it's advertising and marketing and trying to get you into a mind state, oh, I need to see this movie. Oh, this movie's coming out. Oh, this product's coming out. Oh, Motorola's coming out with a new phone. I don't even know if Motorola's still a thing anymore. Oh, Apple has a new, has a new phone coming out. Or um, Google has a new Pixel phone. Like any, any sort of advertisements they're throwing at you, you could be like, oh, okay, well, you know. I'm game to buy something. Um, oh, j- FYI, I am on my bike again today. I'm on the stationary bike. So if it feels like I'm a little bit out of weight, out of weight, out of, out of, out of breath, um, uh, that's probably, that's the reason why. So when you're at the movies, right, you are getting that feeling of, oh my gosh, okay, I'm settling in. I've got my drink. I got my popcorn. I'm ready to go. My phone's off. And I'm getting into the mood and into the mode and into the mind state that I'm gonna be here at this place and this time for the next hour and a half to two hours or whatever the time is for this movie. And I'm committing to that. And so after the trailers, the lights go down, the sound goes up, they'll tell you to turn off your phone and you are there. And it's the same thing with working out. So warming up not only prepares your body, but it prepares your mind to know, okay, we are in a state now where We're going after it. We could be bench pressing. We could be box jumping. It could be running. It could be boxing. Kettlebells. Whatever you're doing, whatever your exercise is or your training regimen is, your mind is getting into the state where we realize, okay, hey, you know what? This is going to be something we're going to be doing for the next little bit. Now to get my mind acclimated to where I am, what I'm doing, and that's it. Which is why, a little um, side note, it's really really cool to be able to work out in a space that's your own, but also carve out a time. You know, I know this um, doesn't really pertain to warming up, but if you are in an uninterrupted space, so at a gym, at a studio with a trainer you've paid money for, chances are you're going to put that into a little bit more of a uh, higher importance. And so... um it's always, uh, I think it's, it's really good that when you are warming up and you are getting ready for, to do what you're going to do, make sure that you have that time that is kind of boxed out. You know, it could be, man, you got to get, get it while the kids are asleep and before you go to work. So it might mean your workout time is between four to four to seven, you know, and then once the kids are up and you're ready to go to work or whatever, then you might even have some time after. Work, but it's, it's, I find it's always better if you can manage it to to do it in the morning because that way there's no distractions, you get it done, and you're kind of set for your day. But, anyways, so once you've got your mind ready to go, the third point and the, the best point to warming up is injury prevention. So, like the article was stating with Laffy Taffy and how it's cold, and if you stretch it, it'll snap. It's the same thing with your muscles. It's the same thing with your joints. I cannot tell you the amount of injuries I've had for just being stupid, Um, for not warming up, right? Jumping right into squats with my sandbag and not adequately warming up my knees, my hips, my back. Um, I can tell you of injuries I've sustained from being an idiot and just just not even warming up to, to get into a run or... You know, um, working out cold, just coming off this. You know, I mean, a lot of times it was it was cool if I biked to the gym. Then okay, I've already had my warm up. I'm already sweaty. You get you as soon as you take off your backpack, you're ready to go. So that's kind of a benefit there. But the amount of injuries I've sustained from back to neck to wrist to like you go you go down my whole body, and you I could point out oh I got injured there. Yep, threw my back out here, sprained wrist here. You know, now experience is the best teacher and you could definitely learn a lot from people without having to go through the pain that they went through. And I'm going to tell you, there is something humbling and debilitating from having your back go out and you have to crawl your way to the bathroom. Or if, you've, if, you've, if you've, um, you haven't deadlifted in, in, a, in a good long time and you go for a PR and you pull something, or, even better yet, your ego lifting at the gym. And I've done this, the guy next to you, he's, he's, he's pushing up, easy benching three, four plates on each side. And you're like, I'm not going to let that, screw that. And so you get on, and you try to do that, and you get the first rep, and that's all you got. And then afterwards, you feel everything hurting. You know, I'll never forget when we were on vacation in Vancouver... Yeah, back in 2016, there's a beautiful, there's a really, really cool old school gym just, just off of Denman Street in Van, uh, downtown Vancouver. And so we were staying at the, at the hotel there and it's like an old school, like 80s, it's got equipment from the 80s and the 90s. It's just, it's my, it's like, it's my scene. You know, I love, that's when I, I fell in love with, uh, with bodybuilding and weightlifting from that era. So the eighties and the nineties and to see equipment there that you just don't see anymore, you know, and it's, it's got that nostalgia to it. It's got that smell. You can tell like there's been decades of, you know, real work put in, in this, in this gym. And so I go there and they had a leg press, um, just a standard issue back in the day, leg press, um, plated that, um, or stack, I'm sorry, a weight stack on it that went up to 500 pounds. And I was like, you know what? I'm going to try that. You know, I was feeling my oats. I had a good breakfast. I had a good lunch, I remember. So I start the workout. And, you know, I I warm up a little bit. You know, I had been working out. And it was just at the tail end of the workout. And I'd gone down uh, to this gym. And I'm there. And it's, it's, oh man, it's just the vibes are great. And and, um, so I go for it. I go for the 500 pound um, press. And I do it. And I was able to knock out at least two reps. And then the first one felt great, <laughs> like I said. The second one, I felt like every fiber, I almost shit myself, I'm gonna I'm keep it real with you guys, pardon the language, I, I nearly crapped my pants. I was, it was so painful, my knees, my ankles, my hips, just everything from the strain and I, I, I said to myself, never again. Who am I trying to impress, right? I mean, nobody was even watching me. I, I just limped back to our, um, our, to our hotel room and, you know, was in pain for the rest of the night and even some into the morning. Now, it makes a great story when you can walk away from it, but there are other times where if you don't warm up properly and you're not able to maintain that level of, you know, just warming up and, and keeping active it could lead to injury. And what happens with injuries, you're out. You know, you're out for four to six to eight weeks where you can't move that. Now, if if you can find um, equipment and you've got access to equipment, or you've got access to a gym where you can, you know, perform alternate uh, modes of, uh, modes of, movements of modality. So if let's say you injure your your lower back, um, doing squats or deadlifts, There are machines out there that you can use to still maintain your level of fitness, but you're not able to move in that motion. So you've hurt your back doing squats, no problem. Um, There are, you can still work your legs with leg extensions, leg curls, um, adductors, an abductor machine, um, a leg press, you know, a hack squat. Well, maybe not a hack squat, but definitely a leg press. um, Seated, plated, as well as um, plate loaded. So there's all these things you could do excuse me, while your back is healing and you're able to still maintain your level of fitness. You're not going to, you're not going to atrophy or lose those gains as it were, you know? But yeah, it's just the level of stupidity that arises from not warming up, not actually taking the time. So if you're able to make sure that you don't fall into that, that stupid mindset and just, you know, have a rule. With every workout, a minimum of 20 minutes on on some form of cardio, walking, skipping, whatever the case might be, where your heart rate gets up, you, you you feel some perspiration, and your body and your mind are getting ready to go. Because at the outset, you might think, ah, who cares, big deal. But losing six to eight weeks to an injury is just detrimental. And again... Even if you're not competing, but if you if you just want to have a better quality of life, right? If you just literally want to not be in pain when you wake up in the morning, you know, I'll, I'll be honest, like this whole COVID in particular took a heck of a, heck of a, of a bite out of people's fitness and I'm no different. And heck, I have a gym. Well, I mean, I'm pretty decent setup in my basement here. And even I found... You know, the lack of motivation to train and stuff like that. So I think the, the last point I'd like to make, which is a little this is an extra fourth point, is that as we get back into fitness here, now that mostly almost all the gyms I can think of in every province and city and state are just back, you know, back up and running, I would say to anybody out there who wants to avoid the pain and the suffering of, uh, <laughs> of an injury. Is take your time getting back into it. So, let's say you were able to, you were, you had a your bench was through the roof, your squat numbers were amazing, You were deadlifting, and then the last two years it's been on and off, on and off. Not everybody has had access to um, equipment and excuse me or training um, uh, partners and things of that nature. So. We've seen a lot of people, you know, basically kind of regress a little bit. Plus, with all the stress we were going through, I mean, you know, the the eating, it just got out of hand for a lot of us. Now, I'll admit that readily myself. I mean, for me, it wasn't COVID-19. It was like more like COVID-55 kind of thing. But the idea that you just want to jump back into it is a great way to get injured. It is an immense, it's a, just an amazingly... careless way to look at yourself and think yeah over the last two years I was inconsistent like it's nobody's business but I can get back to benching what I was or squatting what I was or deadlifting what I was doing no if anything start with 50% of what your max was so if you were able to maybe you know what screw that forget it 25% so if you were let's just throw a hundred pounds you were benching 100 pounds start with 25 start with you know let's start with 30 and just work your way up from that. Because in the long term, yeah, you start with a bar for who, like, who cares, you know. Because what will happen is if you start with a just a number that there's no way you can get hurt, even if you try. And just build up from that. People will laugh and people will point fingers and whatever else. But what you're going to be doing is making sure that your joints, your ligaments, your tendons can keep up with the poundage you're putting on it at a rate that's responsible to your body. So you're not going to end up in physiotherapy. You're not going to end up in the hospital. You're not going to end up six to eight weeks, maybe needing surgery, you know, maybe needing some sort of rehabilitative work that will push away any, any gains that you've made or any sort of progress that you've made. The last thing anybody wants to do in the gym is get hurt, right? You want to push yourself. You want to make sure that you are going to be able to, hell, I'm, I'm trying to see 80, okay? I'm, I'll put it out there right now. You want to be able to, to live as long as you can, as healthy as you can, with your faculties all intact. And if that means that you, you look kind of silly to other people, so be it. You know? At the end of the day, if you're able to play with your kids, get it on with your wife, you know, run, jump into your 60s or 70s, that's a win. You know, that is a win. And whenever I see that, you can tell that's some smart training. So we want to train. We want to train aggressive. We want to train, you know, strong. But we also want to train smart. And the last thing anybody wants to do is to be in worse shape off, worse shape, getting to the gym than when they left it. So, um, yeah, hopefully this was something that helps you, gives you a little bit of advice out there. Um, Anyways, like I've said before, look for us anywhere you can find your podcast from iTunes to Stitcher to Podbean to, you know, you name it, we're there. So until next time, I want you guys to keep fit and have fun. Take care.